Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips and picks. I am your host, Professor Sides, and this NFL episode covers the divisional round of the 2023 NFL playoffs from the 2022 season because the year thing always gets weird. In case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new for some explanations, goals, community rules, all that fun stuff. I don't usually do NFL, but we're back here after last week. Went three and three in those six games, so not too bad. Obviously, it could be better, could have been worse. Let's see if we can do better than 500 with these four. But remember, as always, there are no locks in gambling, so I'm going to give you a pick on every game. But as always, take what you like and leave the rest. And remember, as much as I'd like to say we'll be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler due to all of that good and bad variance, which if you were betting on the NFL playoffs last week, you maybe experienced some of that with some wild um, games. The Jaguars were obviously the big one that sticks out. Um, If you had a total wager on that Cowboys game Monday night, you either got a really fortunate win or a pretty uncomfortable loss there to lose by potentially like half a point, given there were four missed extra points. Um, and a, and a failed two-point conversion, if I, if I remember correctly. So you you had just a lot happening there um, that that landed pretty close and made things go wild in a couple of the games. That's the way it always goes. Makes it a lot of fun, but it's just a reminder uh, to never wager more than you can afford to lose because even um, the sure things and the things that look great sometimes just don't always work out, right? But before we get to this week's games... Some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free, and if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that we provide here. Also, got a Patreon that has a lot of benefits for other sports. If you're not there, check it out. You got plays of the day. You got a Discord chat there that we have a lot of fun about. Been talking about NFL games over there as well. Some hockey, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, so check that out if you haven't yet. It's patreon.com slash picture with the professor. And we'll get to it here. All lines um, kind of come from different places on this one. I'm, I'm pulling three of the four from uh, DraftKings because of the issues that Betsy's having right now with pulling in different things. And one of them is kind of a, a special case. We'll talk about that. Um, but they are at least current at the time of this recording here on Friday afternoon. Uh, we're still for the Saturday game. This is the one I was talking about that's going to get a little bit weirder with the number with what I'm doing in bet stamp. Jaguars and Chiefs. Um, Chiefs are a nine-point favorite, and sideline says Chiefs minus 9.2. So it's fairly reminiscent to the uh, Saturday afternoon game last week, Seahawks and 49ers, where uh, the model said 9.4. And so at 9.5, I took the Seahawks. That was um, not the correct pick for that one. Here at 9, models said 9.2. It's kind of the same thing. North of a touchdown, shy of 10 points. I think it's a really well-priced line. And rather than make the same mistake I made last week and try to pick on the side, I'm just going to pass on the side. I, I just do not think at eight and a half or nine or nine and a half, there's really value on either side. That doesn't mean the chiefs won't win this game by 25. They are very good at football. I think we all know this. They have an incredible home field advantage. One of the few remaining very good ones in the league. And uh, they could run away with this game. You saw with the Jaguars though. And this is kind of why I picked them last week. And they, you know, there's a reason you play 60 minutes, right? I I don't want to say that was a, a, a bad beat as much as it was just a wonky game. 
um, because you saw in the first 25 minutes, the Chargers looked like the much better team. But for the last 35, they didn't. And maybe there was a little bit of, you know, taking their foot off the, the gas or whatever. But you also have to understand that some of the interceptions that Lawrence threw in the first quarter were very uncharacteristic and not what we expect either. And so the Chargers lead was a little bit inflated um, artificially. Uh, then they maybe didn't play well because they, they thought they had the game once. It's just a wonky game. But I think what you saw in that is the Chargers are a good football team. And that's kind of why I took them last week. I don't think they were getting the respect they deserve. They're not at the Chiefs level by any stretch of the imagination, but they're not a bad football team. And in the NFL, the, the discrepancy between the top teams where the Chiefs are clearly one of and Jaguars who are ninth best, 12th best, I don't know, decent. Um, the discrepancies aren't that big. And winning by more than a touchdown in the playoffs is not an easy thing to do. So the Jaguars could hang in there and lose this by four or, or, or six or seven. Or, I mean, it, it wouldn't be the craziest thing for the Jaguars to win this game. I don't think that will happen, but there have been bigger upsets in, in football, right? So if the Jaguars win, it wouldn't be the craziest thing either. It's just not a lot of value, in my opinion. If I could lay seven or less with the Chiefs, I would do it. And if I was getting double digits with the Jaguars, I'd probably do it. But to me, this, you know, eight to 10 is really eight to nine and a half, I guess I should say. It's really a dead zone. I don't want to mess with it. The weather, we're looking at a little bit of rain, a little bit of snow. Very cold temperatures, a wind chill that's going to be below freezing, and then the temperature will actually drop below freezing by the end of the game. No wind, though. If there was wind, I would just say we've got to really look at the under because the wind. So even the game total, I think it's a little bit inflated. I'm seeing 53, 52 and a half, 53. I think that's a little bit high, but I'm just a little bit nervous about playing it under with the Chiefs and how good their offense is. Even with those elements, those elements aren't enough to determine me to think that they they won't score. I think they do. Game under, not a bad look. I just think the smarter play is I'm going to go with Jaguars team total under. I locked in 19 and a half to bet Sam. Ben Simple only has one option for team total under. It's a pinnacle. It's at under 19 and a half, and it's at plus like 145 or something like that. A lot of places aren't offering that. They're offering under 20 and a half at more normal juice. So I think the Jaguars team total under is the play to go. I think under 20 and a half is fine. If you're going to do that 19 and a half, of course, you can have a lot of a lot of juice with it. The Jaguars offense isn't bad, but the Chiefs defense, I think, gets a little bit, you know, a little bit of disrespect. People think it's bad. It's not a bad defense whatsoever. It's in the top half of the NFL, um, according to a lot of the efficiency metrics and things like that. If there is any, you know, colder weather effect from people playing in, in Jacksonville, not used to that. We see have seen that at, at occasion. It's probably gonna affect the Jaguars more than the Chiefs. So I think. Under's kind of the way to go. And since I don't really want to deal with the Chiefs offense, because I don't really know if the weather is going to affect them or not, and they may just score as many as they want. I just don't want to have to worry about it. I can see a world where the Chiefs put up 40. I can see a world where the Chiefs put up um, 24. And so I just don't want to have to care. It's going to isolate the Jaguars team total. Again, under 20 and a half is kind of more the recommended play at your normal more minus 110 odds. It's probably what's more available to you. It's going to be cold. That ball's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to kick a lot of field goals. The other thing is if the Chiefs start scoring a lot of points, which I think is very possible, the Jaguars are going to start going for fourth downs. Uh, they're not going to be kicking a lot of field goals, which is going to sometimes get you some points. Those fourth downs, you know, if they get them, might get touchdowns. But if they miss, it's going to end up with a lot of goose eggs on the scoreboard for them. I just think the combination of harder to kick field goals, chance that they're playing catch up and just being desperate in those desperate situations, 
worked last week against the Chargers. I just don't think on the road against Kansas City it's going to work as well. So, again, I think the spread's pretty well priced. It could be a good game. It might not be. I just don't really know um, which way that's going to go. And so, like I said, with a lean under on the total, I think Iceland the Jaguars is the smartest place. That's my recommendation here is Jaguars team total under 20 and a half. And, again, I locked in 14 and a half with massive plus odds. There's one thing on bet stamp. So I think that's just as reasonable as well because plus odds will pay out well. And then at that point, if, if you're looking at that, you just have to hope it doesn't land right on 20, which of course it could, um, which is again, why if you have the under 20 and a half, I think that's also a great option. Going to make normal plays for the rest of these games. Uh, no team totals anywhere else. Saturday night, 7 p.m., 7.15 Central, Giants at the Eagles. Eagles are a seven and a half point favorite. You know, obviously the Eagles uh, better than the Giants at home, but the model says it should be Eagles minus that the Eagles on average win by 7.3. And you'll probably heard me mention this on the college football show. And the same trend holds in the NFL, maybe not to quite the same extent, but when you win on average by about seven points, it makes getting seven points very valuable because of the skewness of the distribution of where the games can fall. Um, obviously, you could, especially now with the extra point situation and teams more aggressive for two. Um, eight is on the table, winning by eight, um, but winning by six or seven has winning by seven has always been very likely winning by six is now have a, a higher probability. Of course, winning by three and four always is a huge probability as well. So I think the giants can just hang around, be annoying. A lot of value here, huge value play grabbing the points here with the giants. Again, Eagles, a better team. They're rested, but we have seen teams with buys look great. We've seen teams with buys look bad. Uh, we've seen teams struggle to beat a team three times. We've seen them not do that. I, there's not really any, clear evidence i think in any of these narratives that you hear and we've talked about this a little bit on the discord so if, if you're with us over there you've kind of heard me say this but if, if not it, there's just not great evidence to support a lot of the narratives that we're hearing about this game i think to me the bottom line is seven halves a lot of points the giants aren't a bad football team they should be able to hang around um they at least know what didn't work before and now they can uh, try to do something different to try to hang around the weather's gonna be cold it's gonna be a night game no no precipitation but this just seems like a grinded out tight contest um eagles probably win but there's a lot of ways they win and can't cover a number like seven and a half so i like grabbing the seven and a half here with the giants a little bit of value here at this number given the likelihood that the eagles win by something like six or seven the sunday 2 p.m central Bengals at the bills um I don't even know the narrative around this game, of course, given what happened back in the end of the regular season, I don't need to dive into it. All the intrigue is there. Uh, All of the, (laughs) had the Bengals won this games in Cincinnati and now they're playing at Buffalo. I mean, it's a, it's a bunker situation, Um, but the bottom line is all that aside, these two teams are going to play football and uh, you know, they got to put that out of their heads about what could have happened and, and and all that stuff. And obviously we're all, um, happy that, that Hamlin is, is okay from all that, but you know, we've got to move forward and play here. I just think five and a half is too many. Uh, I'm going to take the five and a half with the Bengals model says on average that the bills win this by four and a half. It's kind of a no man's land, but um, I just think that the probability of three and four are more likely than six or seven. I think the Bengals have a chance to win this game. The, the bills are the better team, but it's not by a lot. Um, it will also be cold, a little bit of snow in this one, potentially by the end of the game, up to a couple inches of snow, nothing blizzardy, but a, a little bit of snow. So all three of these games so far I talked about will be around or below freezing weather, um, precipitation, potentially in two of the three. So just nasty weather. 
makes it more likely for a, a tighter ball game, more of a grinded out contest. You can look towards the under because of that, but obviously both these offenses are so good. Um, that's a scary proposition. But if I had to go one way or the other on the total, seeing a number like 49, I'd be going under and thinking that, you know, 48 is probably a pretty likely landing spot or even less than that, given that the, the weather could just throw a little bit of a wrench. It's not going to be windy. So if it's windy, I would just be saying for sure under. I'm just saying I would look under um, rather than over because of the weather. But again, the lack of wind makes it where it's not a strong recommendation, I think. I think, again, the better thing is just take the points with the Bengals. They're not that far behind the Bills. They can hang around this game. They could win this game. It would not be surprising to see them win this. Um, Both teams are good. It should be a good football game. Anytime you have a good football game, give me five and a half points is pretty much the solid investment. And that's the same idea here for the last one here, 5.30 p.m. Central, Cowboys 49ers. Give me the four points of the Cowboys. I'm not convinced that the 49ers are really the better team at this point. If they are, it's by the slimmest of margins. Um, I'm not really giving them a large home field advantage out there. Um, obviously, there will be some Cowboys fans there. There will be 49ers fans and Cowboys fans everywhere you go, really. Um, this is just more about... I'm not convinced who's the better team. And again, the probability of this game landing three or four is just too great. It's just the smarter play. Cowboys could easily win this game. Uh, obviously, Cowboys could get blown out, right? But the Cowboys could win this game. could be a tight contest. Who really knows? It, it's not drastically different than the um, Giants-Vikings game that I said last week, and we laid the three because I was thinking three or four is pretty likely uh, there, and that didn't work out for us. But I had mentioned that if I was getting plus four, I would have been on the Giants. And it's the same thing here. If it was minus three, I'd probably be looking more 49ers. But at four points, uh, I'm, I'm taking the four with the Cowboys. Uh, the, those points there where you're pushing, where you're winning, going from losses to wins really matters here. And this is just too many. I think there's a lot of value here on the Cowboys at plus four. Model says the 49ers win on average by 2.1. And so, uh, again, I, I think really good chance the Cowboys win this game. Really good chance that they lose by one, two, or three, or even four, and we push. And it doesn't matter what we've done because we weren't going to win either way. 49ers could obviously win this big. But I, like I said, bottom line is I'm just not convinced with the better team. I think both teams – both teams have times where they look really good and both teams have issues with them that I think can make them susceptible to losing a game that you feel like they shouldn't lose. Um, so I, who knows how that plays out? This is just one of those really feels like a coin toss game with just the slightest of edge of the Niners for the game location. So four points is too valuable to pass up. So I'm going to grab the Cowboys plus four on the late Sunday game. And that's all I've got for you here. All four games. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can share all the sports betting content we've right on this channel. Dropped right into your feed. Be back, as always, six days a week with college basketball betting content, so don't miss out on them. But until I see you again, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can get your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.